Welcome back to Empower Life Ministries podcast. We're your host, Donna and Daryl Barber. It is Monday, June the 12th, 2023. And today is now, this Monday is our son in love, James Johnson, is his birthday. So happy birthday. Happy birthday, James. Yes. And uh, Tasha will be sure to let him know how old she thinks he is today. (laughs) (laughs) But we send him well wishes and blessings and thank you for tuning in with us. We have just been, I know I've said this, but it's just true. Uh, This, what we're doing right now, has been such a flow of the Holy Spirit. To be honest with you, we're cutting off recordings and just can't wait to turn the next one on because of just the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit that has been in this part of the series. Well, it's refreshing. It is very. Even though we know these things and we're teaching these things, going back over them again and sharing them is really just renewing my mind. And it, you, know, you know, we said the other day that when we're doing this, it the, the Holy Spirit makes the word alive to us. And boy, we've been feeling some life over here. Absolutely. <laughs> Enjoying it. And our, what we did is talking about uh, speaking in tongues, but we took it over out of Romans 8, 26 through 28. The Apostle Paul is giving them, you know, we talked about in Corinthians where he came in and had to share with them, okay, let's let's do all things decently and in order. Right. Because there's a, there's a design of the Lord. But he goes over to the Roman church and uh, the, the church of Rome there. And he says this, the Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty to empower us in our weakness, which we covered a lot the other day. For example, at times, we don't even know how to pray. I've been there. I've been exactly there so many times. And it says, or know the best things to ask for. But the Holy Spirit rises up within us. Come on. Come on to super (laughs) intercede on our behalf, pleading to God with emotional sighs, too deep for words, Then it goes on what we talked about, I think it was on Friday. God, the searcher of the heart, knows fully our longings, yet he also understands the desires of the Spirit. And we brought out Psalm 37 and 4, delight yourself in the Lord, become pliable, and those desires, the same desires of the Holy Spirit and your desires will be meshed together as one. Amen. Then he goes on to say, and we just kind of want to touch a little bit on this, because the Holy Spirit passionately pleads before God for us, his holy ones, in perfect harmony with God's plan and our destiny. We wanted to kind of touch a little bit more on that today. Yeah, because, you know, when we're allowing it, I love it says that the Holy Spirit rises up within us. Mm -hmm. You know, look at that. I mean, I'm reminded of Jesus standing up when Stephen was being stoned, you know, in the heavens. Uh, They saw that, you know, or, or... Stephen saw that, and I'm telling you right now, uh, the Holy Spirit rises up in us when we call upon Him. Yes, He does. When we yield to Him, uh, when we seek Him, when we're praying in the Holy Spirit. I'll get that picture within you. The Holy Spirit is standing up in you, rising up in you to be able to intercede and go be in between. Yeah, you know, be yes. be a be the one that's in between uh, you and the Father. To, to go in your behalf, if mm-hmm. you would, uh, to bring those desires into our lives and that forming that God brings to us. I, I just love that. I love what he does in that because what's happening is we have we get really set into the perfect will of God mm-hmm. by allowing the Spirit to pray through us. 
you know, I don't know what to pray. That's what we're talking about in this. He does. But the Holy Spirit brings the very perfect desire, the perfect prayer, the perfect, it's totally in perfect harmony with God's plan and Mm -hmm. destiny. And you know what gets me about that? I don't understand it at all. No. <laughs> I, I'm speaking no. those tongues, you know, unless God gives me an inter- interpretation, you know, of that. I don't understand it at all. But I trust. Yes. I trust with key. all my yes. heart that it's God's perfect plan and destiny for my life. And I'm looking forward to us starting to talk about this week about the interpretation of tongues. If we can ever get past Romans, we're going to get to the interpretation of tongues. Because mm-hmm. it's not exactly what you think it is. That's exactly right. So we will talk more in depth about that. But I wanted to um, kind of close out Romans 8, uh, yeah, Romans 8, 26 through 28. But I wanted to look at verse 28 and then a little story. It says, verse 28 says, we are convinced. Now, that's the key. You just said trust. Yeah, absolutely. This, we are, we're trusting. We're convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. Now, we could stop and preach on that for a, a, a lifetime. That's good. Because the truth is, most of the time, we are not looking and thinking in any way at all, that every detail is working out for our good. Well, what that actually means, uh, if you read that in King James, it says that we know that all things work together for our good to those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. And you know what? All things that are there, that means the good, the The bad, bad, the ugly. ugly. (laughs) That means the mistakes you made. God still weaved those mistakes into that. And I'm, I'm telling you, God is a big good father. Yeah, and I could go off on a rabbit trail about this one right here, but I I know we're talking about speaking in tongues, so I won't go too far off track, but it says we're convinced that every detail of our lives is is continually woven together for good. In other words, don't think God caused something bad to happen to you. Please don't. I'm I'm just going to leave that rabbit trail right there. Right there. But no matter what does come, no matter what circumstances come, we can be assured that he's working all things together for our good, for we are his lovers and we have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. His purpose. His purpose. But the, again, the word design. So let mm-hmm. me give you a little bit of a story here. This came to life to us a few weeks ago, a few months ago, when we were in the Mediterranean. We were in Turkey. And we got to see someone who was doing a, a hem. They were weaving this masterpiece of a rug. They're, they were all by they're specially made. It wasn't a machine making them. This lady had a weaving loom sitting there, and we got to watch her do that, and it blew my mind because she only saw the back of the design. Yeah, and then she would flip it over, and it was amazing what we could see on the other side of and, that. Well, think about the process too, because process. when we first walked in, they had that big vat yes. with all those cocoons in there. Yes, and that and that cocoon it looked like little white eggs. Yes, but they they wasn't big as a bird egg, maybe something like that. But they would put them in that vat, and and they would take this. Uh, like a fork thing, and go down and and hit that, and that it would silk. bring up silk. It was so yes, amazing. That's where to get silk, and it brought up all of these strands of silk, and every one of those represented thread. Yes. And they set out of one of those cocoons. 
that they could get over a mile of thread. Of thread. It was Is it that to blow your mind? Look at the process. <laughs> the process of it. And I, I want to end this segment today by, by taking that because we've always heard the story before. If we look at Jesus as being the master designer, mm-hmm. he's the one making the design. And, and he's telling us, just like that woman, she had that weaving loom set in front of her. And she had the design of what it was going to look like above her. And then she was taking thread and she was sliding one through and, and, and closing it into place. And once it was locked in, it was in the design. So think about it like this. If Jesus is the master designer and he's given us the tools to walk in this life with, and we'll call each, we'll tell each one as a, a piece of thread. Yeah. And each one of those, he says, okay, I want you, this part of your life, you need, you need a red thread, you know, and we have to take that and put and apply it into the loom. And then if he's just speaking those things, and then one time he says, put a green one in, and we accidentally put a yellow one in. Right. He's not going to do away. If that, if that tapestry is our lives, he's not going to throw that tapestry away because we messed up and put the wrong thread in there. What he's going to say is, I can work with that. That's right. And his design begins to work into our lives. My goodness. That's all right. Design. We got to stop for today. We hope you all have a blessed and wonderful day. God bless you. Have a great day.